Just Me and My Trauma discusses trauma in all its forms. This could include topics such as sexual assault, drug use, child abuse, violence, gore, and much more. In some cases, names are changed to respect both the deceased and survivors. While comedy may be noted, in no way is it meant to disrespect any individual or situation. Humor is our coping mechanism. Listener discretion is advised. Hello, Trauma Llamas. This is Kelsey. And this is Jesse. And this is just me and my trauma. (laughs) Did you you notice I I got the intro right this time? Yes, I like it. We don't have to record it 14 billion times today. Perfect. Welcome back to your regularly scheduled programming. <laughs> yeah. And we're actually recording on a Monday. We're not together, but we're actually recording on a Monday. On a Monday. Yeah. It almost didn't happen because I was dumb and I forgot that you work on Monday night. Oh, yeah. No, you're good. I wish I didn't. Like, it's hard. Sorry, that that is Miranda back talking her, her brother. So... Shame, shame, Miranda. She is sassy. Miss Sassafras. No, I, uh, the problem is, you see, the problem is, is you dedicate your weekends to your wife, which is great. I yes. love that. <laughs> um, however, my Mondays are when I run and do all of my other stuff because I, I work the rest of the week. And so it makes it hard for us to, it's not, it, it just makes it a little bit more difficult because Sundays are the days I do absolutely nothing because nothing's open. Like I can't go to the doctor. Well, that's a lie. I got waxed yesterday and electrolyzed. So. Okay. That's not the doctor. No, but they're open on Sundays. So. <laughs> and I used to go on Mondays, but then we started recording the podcast on Monday. So I moved my appointments to Sundays. Well, I'm about to start working on Mondays instead of Thursdays. So, if you want to do Sundays. Yeah, if we could do like Sunday evening so that way you can still. Sorry, everybody, you guys get to hear us plan our recording sessions. Yeah. Um, um, yeah, th- we could do Sunday evenings because I'm usually done with everything by like Sunday evening. And that way you and Hillary can still go out and do stuff. Yay. Yay. That works. Yeah, perfect. Perfect. <sighs> um. Oh, hey, this is the first episode. Where we can say, thanks, Harley, for being a Patroni. <laughs> yes, we, we do have our fa- first Patroni. And just so you know, Harley, I am finishing up the soldered story right now. We should hopefully have it out next week. Um, I just wanted to make sure it was good and perfect, especially since you're paying for that episode. <laughs> the once a month episodes that you guys get bonus from me. Um, I want to make sure they're good, uh, and 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 so especially since it's mostly all on me to put these stories together. So we will, I will have that. We'll hopefully record that next week when we record our normal show. Yeah, and then we just have to figure out how to post it to the patron, the patreons, the patron, <laughs> the patron. <laughs> Did you Patron know? In my cup. 
The what? That one of the founders of Paul Mitchell, like the hair products, uh-huh. um, is also one of the founders of Patron. Huh. That's an interesting combination of things to invent. <laughs> It is, but I mean, like, you have actors who own coffee, and, I mean, Ryan Reynolds does a- aviator, aviator gin. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's true, and the and Dwayne, the Rock Johnson, has his own tequila. Yeah, so. Okay, I, that's fair. Yeah, that is the least interesting factoid we're going to talk about today, I'm sure. <laughs> oh, but wait, do you have anything else before we start? Um, oh, uh, James was supposed to come over and finish my floors. He did not. <gasps> James. But he was working, so, mm. you know. Oh, okay, that's a valid excuse. <laughs> yeah, like he texted me. I texted him. I was like, hey, can you pick up that stuff from that place on your way up? And he's all, you're going to hate me. Come on, motherfucker. Like, I knew. I knew the minute I read that <laughs> sentence. So, um, no, my floors are not finished yet, but that's okay. Um, they'll get finished yeah. eventually <laughs> they they will i'm at the point where i may just uh trade uh my contractor client to come in and finish them <laughs> like, oh you hear that I'll james <laughs> i went and got my my dreads tightened today that hurt that i sucked. saw when I, we were before we started recording and i was like ooh, fancy i know they look all clean and they haven't i did a mini touch-up between my last major appointment and then this one but they were they were bad they they were bad um i got a tattoo gun you did why i don't know don't, I don't ask know, but me <laughs> don't worry guys we will have many fun stories of the tattoo gun i'm sure i now have a cute cat on my leg <laughs> it is cute <gasps> oh. Um, but, but, but your lines need to be a little bit straighter before I let you tattoo live, laugh, toaster bath on me. You, you mean my lines? What did I say? That my legs need to be straighter. (laughs) Yep. Your legs need to be straighter and so do your lines. (laughs) But I mean, it was pretty good for a first attempt on skin. Cause I've been doing like the fake skin and then I also have the cartridges that are like pen yes um that you just draw or quote unquote tattoo with a pen head so yeah but i currently have a cat on my thigh it's very small and it's very cute and it's looking up at a butterfly that landed on his nose (laughs) i guess i didn't pay attention to the butterfly on its nose that's fair there was a lot going on there was there, well, and I was you. You texted me multiple times, so. Oh yeah, that's true. I was being obnoxious. <laughs> On that though, we have some amazing sticker ideas. Well, Kelsey does. I'm just here. <laughs> yeah, I uh, today I was kind of bored because it's raining. There's nothing to fucking do except take care of the pupper Rooney. And I decided to make some stickers. And by make some stickers, I mean draw them. Yeah, I don't she know does. how to make stickers. We're not that <laughs> advanced. At some point, I would like to figure out how to make stickers. So that way we can just print them ourselves and save money because I'm a crafty bitch like that. But I have a feeling it involves a printer that I can't afford. So 
I looked into it, and it indeed involves a printer that is quite expensive. Yeah, I figured. Oh, oh, I, I was I, I was telling my friend the other night. Our, I was telling my friend the other night that we were in trouble because you got a tattoo gun. And he was all like, well, but, like, just because you have a tattoo gun doesn't mean you can draw. And I said, but it's Kelsey. And he kind of looked at me. I said, you know, my business logo, the podcast <laughs> logo, mine and Eric's podcast logo you know all the things i said she drew the live laugh toaster bath which just so you guys all know that's my new life model uh, motto is live laugh toaster bath um fucking lootly i i have a um <laughs> i found a badge reel for work and i'm wondering if i'm gonna get in trouble <laughs> what is it the live laugh toaster bath one yep <laughs> I, I found that one too i was gonna get it for the um for the va so anyway but and he's like, well, digital drawing is a little different than I said, you know, the giant gecko painting I have in the salon suite. He's like, yeah, I said she did that. He's like, oh, I take back everything I've said. I'm like, yeah, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. Um, yeah. So uh, I'm ready to get into today's topic. Let's do it. I'll so let, today. You, I, oh. will, I was just going to say real quick. I will let you lead me into. The three people I sent you about. All right. So today we are talking about incels and the trauma they have and the trauma they cause. So what are incels? Basically, <laughs> they're a bunch of fucking. This is where I say men be the exception. Um, they're a bunch of nasty ass men who are what they call quote unquote involuntarily involu yeah involuntarily <laughs> absolutely <laughs> involuntarily celibate basically they're mad because no one wants to have sex with them no one meaning women and it's like maybe look at yourself and see why um anyway and they're very misogynistic very i am supposed to be able to have any woman i want and yet <laughs> And yet we're virgins. I don't know if all of them are virgins, though. That's the thing. Oh, well, yeah, that's fair. I know that um, the first one that we will talk about, Elliot Rogers, I know he was a virgin. And he, at 22, he said, I never even kissed a girl. Yeah, I, I believe that. I, 100 I also believe that. believe that. Yeah. I guess let's talk about Elliot Rogers. Okay. Who he is and what he did. <laughs> All right, so Elliot Rogers uh, is responsible for the 2014. I I want to say it's Isla Vista or Isla Vista. Isla Vista. That sounds right. Let's go with Isla Vista. Yep. Uh, Isla Vista killings um, were on the evening of Friday, May 23rd, 22-year-old Elliot Roger killed six people and injured 14 others by gunshot. Stabbing uh, by gunshot, stabbing and vehicle ramming near the campus of University of California, Santa Barbara, before fatally shooting himself. I forgot he fatally shot himself. Oh my God, me too. Yeah, I was wondering because I was reading all about him, and um, I never. It said something about a trial, or it was probably talking about some other person's trial. I don't know. So I didn't even realize that he killed himself. Right. So, yeah, I didn't, I, I had, no, I totally forgot that. And I just listened to an episode, um, on Red Hand, Red, or Red Handed did an episode 
several years ago because I need to still get caught up. And um, yeah, just so you know, I knew that they had gotten themselves locked into a violin cabinet. I didn't realize that by <laughs> by violin cabinet, she meant the underneath the stairs portion of her home. Until the British other British people. <laughs> yeah. Well, no, the reason she explains that the reason is the violin cabinet is because people, nobody in the house actually played violin, but there was three violins in the cabinet. Oh. And, and it was just from people who have brought over violins and left them there. Okay. Yep. Yeah. So that's I'm why I'm not even going to question that nope. because I don't think there's an answer. Because again, British people. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, so he stabbed three men to death in his apartment. Um, about three hours later, he drove to the sorority house. And after failing to get inside, shot three women outside, two of whom died. He next drove past a nearby deli and shot a man, uh, or man student, a male student inside <laughs> to death. He then began to drive through Isla Vista, shooting and wounding several pedestrians from his car and striking several others with his car. He exchanged gunfire with police twice, and he was injured in the hip. After his car crashed into a parked vehicle, he was found dead inside with a self-inflicted gunshot wound. Hmm. Imagine being so pissed off that you're a virgin that you have to go kill other people and then kill yourself. I mean, I might be that pissed off. I don't know if I'd kill anybody, but I'd be I'd be pretty pissed off. <laughs> um so, before driving to the sorority house, Roger uploaded a video to YouTube titled Elliot's, Elliot Rogers' Retribution, in which he outlined the plan of the attack and his motives. He explained that he wanted to punish women for rejecting him. Boo fuckity who Fucking piece of shit. Well, Sorry. not... But hold on, but not just women. Also sexually active men because he envied them. Chad's and Stacy's. that's right. Yep. He also emailed lengthy autobiographical. Uh, autobiographical? Uh, well, yeah. Manuscript to his friends, his therapist, and family members. Um, but I don't think it was an autobiography, per se. It was a um, manifesto. Mm. In it, he describes his childhood, family, conflicts, frustration over his inability to find a girlfriend, his hatred of women, his contempt for couples, particularly interracial couples, and his plans for what he described as retribution. February of 2020, the International Center for Counterterrorism at the Hog retroactively described the killings as an act of misogynist terrorism. Yeah. Yeah, and there's like, there's a lot of reasons why um, they, this guy, Elliot, Mm -hmm. um, is like this. And from what I looked into, it was because, well, I wouldn't say because, but part of his childhood trauma is that he was a privileged white male. Mm -hmm. His dad was a Hollywood director. He, he He was a British filmmaker. So I was actually just going to go over this a little bit. He was born in London, England, and moved to the United States with his parents at age of five. Ooh. Um, he was raised in Los Angeles. His father is a British filmmaker, Peter Roger, and his paternal grandfather is a 
photojournalist George Roger. Gotcha. But yeah, he was born into privilege and didn't have any thing that he couldn't get. In fact, I think um, the video he recorded was in his BMW that he was gifted. Nice. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Um, so a lot, I looked into privileged children and how that can cause trauma. Mm-hmm. Anyway, um, a lot of them experienced neglect because it's usually because their parents are out working and not you know directly dealing with their child Mm -hmm. um and so they are quote likely to experience negative feelings of guilt and anxiety lower personal and group self-esteem privilege affects individuals on two levels it threatens deeply held beliefs about ourselves and group self-esteem when coming to terms with privilege we face real consequences for how we think about prejudice and inequality we're more likely to downplay instances of inequality endorse mistaken belief in socially privileged groups being the target of discrimination and believe that any instances of bias or disparities are to be attributed to a few bad apples so basically him saying oh boo i'm the victim people won't have sex with me i'm a virgin blah 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 that victim mentality is because of um he's endorsing mistaken belief in socially privileged people being the target of discrimination so he believes he's being discriminated against right (sighs) (laughs) yeah so uh, just a little bit more about his early life to kind of maybe explain that a little bit more according to his family's attorney and family friend roger had seen multiple therapists since he was eight But the attorney said he was never formally diagnosed with a mental illness. He was diagnosed Mm. with persuasive development disorder, not otherwise specified, and autism spectrum disorder in 2007. Interesting. Yep. By ninth grade, Roger was increasingly bullied and wrote later that he cried himself at or cried by himself at school every day. At this time, he developed an addiction to the online game World of Warcraft. That game has nothing to do with this. Do not think that just because we play WoW that we're going to shoot people up because that is not true. And I can prove for a fact that people who play WoW get laid. So there you go. So that has nothing to do with it. (laughs) Oh, my God. That is not where I thought that was going to (laughs) go. I just want to sh- I just want to prove that just because you play WoW does not mean you can't get laid. Okay? I'm just yeah. Um and it did dominate his life for most of his teenage years and briefly into his 20s. Um And one incident that he was bullied, his hat head was taped to a desk while he was asleep. Oh my god. Um the one friend he had in the whole wide or the whole world who truly understood him said he didn't want to be friends anymore. Without offering any type of reasoning. Um, He had a YouTube account, clearly, and a blog uh, titled Elliot Rogers Official Blog, through which he expressed loneliness and rejection. He wrote that he had been prescribed uh, Risperidone. Mm. It's R-I-S-P-E-R-I-D-O-N-E. Risperidone. Risperidone, yeah. Yeah. But refused to take it, stating, after researching this medicine, medication i found that it was absolutely the wrong thing for me to take 
Um, and then after, at the age of 18, he rejected mental health care and became increasingly more isolated. He was unable to make friends. A, fr- a family friend said he counseled Roger on approaching women, but Roger did not follow the advice. So Risperidone, for those who want to know, um, is an antipsychotic. Ah. When you're prescribed Risperidone, it doesn't necessarily mean that you're having psychotic symptoms or anything. It could be given to you for specifically irritability from autism, which I guess is probably why it was given to him because he was on the spectrum. Or it could help with mood swings and bipolar. Mm. Obviously, it can help treat schizophrenia, but that's not what we're dealing with here. But he probably looked it up and said, oh my God, this is an antipsychotic. I don't fucking need that. Right. Especially since he didn't have any formal diagnosis other than autism and the other one. So, I mean, there was nothing there to be like, hey... Uh, at some point, they tried to get him in for involuntary mental health. Like, it was an all the involuntary mental health uh, commitment. He didn't meet the criteria, criteria, and he told them it was a misunderstanding with his parents. People can be very persuasive. Very persuasive. I've seen it in the ER when parents bring in kids. Mm-hmm. Those kids can talk themselves out of anything. I believe it. 100% believe it. Especially as a mom. Now, here's the thing. As a mom and seeing these kids nowadays, I see these parents. Um, we'll, we'll use school as an example. Eric's a good kid. He's an amazing kid. I've never had to worry about him. Like, the mo- the worst thing he's done. Well, there's two really bad things he's done. The first one is he, Ooh. in elementary, he went to school. And I hold on. The second one isn't a bad thing. It was my fault. It's something I caused. But I'll explain. First grade, him and a friend left the room early and went to recess early. Nothing serious. <laughs> yeah. I, this is the, these are the second thing that was very concerning. Um, as I was picking him up from school one day, the principal was walking him out to me and he was in tears. Um, as most know, I have some mental health issues. They are under control now. But when he was younger, I would say stupid shit. And he had said the same stupid shit in his classroom, which caused alarm. And uh, over an argument he had with a friend. So um, we'll go into that. I I feel like one of our um, Patroni episodes, I think we should do like some really deep diving trauma dumps. Trauma dump. Yeah. XL. Yeah. (laughs) But it's something that we don't necessarily want the whole world to know, but those who pay for it can deserve to know it. So um, anyway, so and I'll cover more of that then. But um, so those are the two main things. However, whenever I'd get an email from his teachers or that he's done something wrong in class, I always took his teacher's side and I still do for the most part. But now that he's old enough to articulate what happened, I am able to see both sides of it and I'm able to form a, a better opinion. But I think that too many parents nowadays stand up for their children when their children are actually in the wrong. And mm, it creates yep. it creates these privileged kids. Whereas Eric, I never allowed him. I never I would defend him and say, well, you know, why do you think that happened? Or, And I try to get a clear understanding. But like I said, now that he's old enough to explain to me what happened. We just recently had a small incident at the school. I emailed the teacher. She didn't even realize it had happened. She felt horrible. Things got taken care of. But um, 
I can't remember the whole point of this, but my point being is, is <laughs> we as parents allow or we defend our children too much. Um, Very true. And that's not where I was going with that originally, but I got distracted. So there you go. Oh, totally works. Whatever. Yep. Um, so, and this is one of those situations where kind of like when morbid is like, feel sorry for the kid, hate the yeah. adult. Right. Um, because a lot of these cases stem from bullying. Now, that's obviously not the main cause, but it is positively correlated with those who do mass killings. I would like to point out, and I'm not saying that you're incorrect, but I was heavily bullied. <laughs> like, I was pushed up against the wall, spit into my mouth, type bullied in elementary mm -hmm. school. And I, I'm just saying, not once did I think about bringing a gun to school and shooting other people. Oh, no. Me yeah. either. Like, I was also bullied. Um, uh long story short there was a very large rumor going around that i slept with the entire baseball team it yeah go no, you <laughs> that takes some effort yeah that would take a lot of <laughs> mental stamina i don't I even know i think it just takes <laughs> stamina period <laughs> like, <laughs> um true see, thankfully because of the way i per began to present myself in junior high I no longer had that issue like I wasn't I would still get picked like people still said horrible shit about me but I just ignored it and mm. to the point where it lost the effect like there there wasn't anything there anymore gotcha but I but suffered yeah, I, I oh I was just gonna say I suffered all the way through elementary school it was awful I didn't suffer through elementary I suffered through middle school and the rest of high school and a lot of it, I guess, could probably be self-bullying. Oh, I did a hell of a lot of that. I still do. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah same. Yeah. Yeah. But I also did not think of um, bringing any guns to school. However, there was this one time where... <laughs> <laughs> one time, though. <laughs> Just one time. Well, there's... Um, it was like a few uh, years after high school I think it was like two and there was a guy who went to high school with me he was coming to he went to my college and we were sitting at a table and he goes you know I thought one day you were gonna bring a gun to school and kill everyone <laughs> and I was like well it feels like I should have just to kill you <laughs> that's that's pretty good I don't think anybody yeah. thought I was gonna bring a gun to school they just thought I was super weird yeah same so. yeah Thought I was weird, and apparently um, my vagina was like throwing a hot dog down a hallway. Damn. <laughs> just, right? just so you guys know, if there are any youngsters out there listening, which I hope you're not, but if you are, because I know how this goes, that is not how a vagina works anyway. No, it's not. Anybody who's like, their vagina's loose. No, you're just jealous because your penis is small. Right. And having <laughs> kids don't destroy it, doesn't stretch nope. it out. Nope. It's a muscle. Yep. It it goes back to its original size. So shut the fuck up. Yep. Anyway. Anyway, back, back to incels. <laughs> In conclusion, we both got bullied and did not kill people. Yes. So it definitely bullying has a part in it. But it's, I think it's internally how you react to the bullying and can do stuff with how you're raised. Like with him, 
and him getting what he wanted outside of school because obviously he right. did not get what he wanted in school. Obviously, that made him think he could have whatever he wanted. And when he didn't get it, it was like, oh, well, I'm going to fucking do something about that. Yeah, it's it's crazy. I and I mean, I I get I get the concern of people being bullied and and because it does happen. I'm not saying it doesn't happen. I'm just saying that I think it's all about how you decide to handle it. Exactly. So. Um, um, no, go ahead. So the next one. Um, oh. Are you done with? Oh, I wanted to read something because there's a oh, couple little experts it. here. Um, so I'm going to read a couple of these little real quick. These are from his actual retribution um, YouTube video. Um, quote, tomorrow is the day of retribution, the day in which I have my revenge against humanity, against all of you. For the last eight years of my life, ever since I hit puberty, I've been forced to endure the existence of loneliness, rejection, and unfulfilled desires, all because girls have never been attached to me. Or attracted to me, not attached, attracted to me. (laughs) Girls gave their affection and sex and love to other men, but never to me. I am 22 years old and I'm still a virgin. I have never even kissed a girl. I've been through college for two and a half years, more than that actually, and I'm still a virgin. It has been very torturous. College is the time when everyone experiences those things such as sex and fun and pleasure. Within those years, I've had to rot in loneliness. It's not fair. You girls have never been attracted to me. I don't know why you girls aren't attracted to me. But I will punish you for all of it. It is an injustice, a crime, because I don't know what you don't see in me. I'm the perfect guy, and yet you throw yourselves at these obnoxious men instead of me, the supreme gentleman. He sounds like one of those alpha those alpha male people. I'm an alpha male. Oh, male. my fucking God. Yeah. I'm the perfect one. I don't see why you don't like me. Oh, but, my God. I can't. <laughs> clearly, there was something else going on because... Mm-hmm. Women in general, not all women, but a lot of women, especially in the young, younger ages, if they see a gen- a guy with a BMW, they're like, hello, or money or anything like that. And so there clearly was something else that these women were reading from him and are like, no, I'm good. Thank you. Probably maybe the vibe that he was going to go on a killing spree. I yeah. feel like that probably radiated off of him. <laughs> um, And then I'm just going to read this one. Real quick as well. Um, and this is the some of the racism. Because there's a couple in here that has the racism. But um, Oh yeah, that. He's yeah. fucking racist. Fuck you, guy. Yeah. Um, quote, how could an inferior ugly ba- black boy be able to get a white girl and not me? I am beautiful and I am half white myself. <laughs> what? Hold people, on. People couldn't even Wait. see my eyes roll at that because I didn't know he was only half white. What's his other half? I don't know. Well, I'll, look, I'll look into that. Give me just a second, though. Okay, go ahead. I am descendant from British a- a- aristocrat aristocracy. Aristocracy. That's it. He is a <laughs> descendant from slaves. On the day before our on the day before the day of retribution, I will start the final phase or the first phase of my vengeance. silently killing as many people as I can around Isla Vista by luring them into my apartment through the form of trickery. That did not happen. No, not even a little. Nope. 
But I got Google. Google A. Because his picture doesn't really show what he could possibly. No, he is very white presenting. Was I typed this in and it's like I said what race was and it says Jesus. Um, <laughs> not white. <laughs> anything but white. I'm not finding anything. Oh, he's an Asian American. Ah. And I mean, if you look at the eyes, you can see it. Yeah. Well, now that I know. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So he's Asian. Well. So, um, and since I know that now, I want to read this one real quick. Because uh, this this brings quite a bit of fun stuff to the party. Um, quote, full Asian men are disgustingly ugly and white girls would never go for you. You're just butthurt that you were born as an Asian piece of shit, so you lash out by like linking these fake pictures. You even admit that you wish you were half white. You'll never be half white. You'll never fulfill your dream of marrying a white woman. I suggest you jump off a bridge. End quote. Whoa. So he had some self some self racism too. Like he had some self hatred for his his race. Oh yeah, so, definitely. Yep. Yikes. All right. There you go. All right. And now we can go to David Kaufman. And this is not the actor. <laughs> yeah, I, I noticed that. It was really hard to find information on him. So I'm actually going to be reading from an article because everything else I found was about the actor. Yeah. I had to put David Kaufman in cell. And That's it, what I did too. And it was like the same article written over and over and over again at different places <laughs> mm -hmm. yep so that's what i'm pulling it from i'll it is from the independent.com is where i'm reading mine from so there you go gotcha i got justice.gov and psychology today there you go <laughs> david kaufman was a self-described incel or involuntar involuntarily celibate who idolized notorious mass killer elliot roger has been sentenced he was sentenced to 30 months in federal prison for terrorizing female victims david kaufman who was 28 at the time of peekskill new york stalked and harassed at least three women between february of 2019 and august 2020 bombarding them with death bomb and rape threats through social media court records or the court records showed um he took him for um inspiration from elliot roger who killed six people as we know, um, the disturbing messages sent by Kaufman included pictures of uh, included a picture of one of Roger's female murder victims, along with the message of this is what hap this is what happened when a woman said no to Elliot Roger, according to the statement from so the Southern District, New York. In a separate message to one of his victims, he wrote, women have done nothing but spit in my face. Soon I'll be getting a gun. Oh, <laughs> Uh, Kaufman was arrested in July 2020 on the state criminal charges and issued with a protection order banning him from communicating with two of his victims. Despite this, he continued to harass, threaten, and stalk the two women, conducting online surveillance of one victim, one victim's home, and researching how to pr purchase illegal firearms and assemble a semi-automatic rifle. He was eventually rearrested in August of 2020 on federal harassment charges and pleaded guilty to federal stalking charges Thursday or the Thursday that he fled that to um, Kaufman also went by the names of David Khalifa <laughs> <laughs> 
John Murray and Big Man was his online personas. Big Man, I cannot. Yep. Little Man. And that's all I could find on him. I don't have any like early life or anything like that. In fact, the picture that is on the article that I just read from um, is a picture of Elliot Rogers. So there you go, guys. Yeah, it was very hard to find out information on him. There was a study done on incels and... Can you not do that while I'm talking? Sorry. That's the only way to do it. (laughs) The big thing with incels is victimhood. So they found that incels scored higher than non-incels on all four components of a tendency for interpersonal victimhood. One, need for recognition. I feel like I don't have to explain that. No. Nope, nope. Okay. I think we're good. Two, moral elitism, uh, i.e. the feeling that the in-group is more virtuous or righteous than members of out-groups. So I am more virtuous. I am better because I am the ultimate gentleman. Um, Like, I seriously feel like the alpha males that post all over TikTok and shit are the exact same. They're all part of the, that group. They're all the same, yeah. Little wieners, big trucks. Kyle. (laughs) Monsters. Yeah. (laughs) Yep. Anyway. Um, so three, a lack of empathy. So obviously they have lack of empathy. It could be from them being on the spectrum a little bit and i'm not saying that people who have autism lack empathy altogether i'm saying that it does make you more logical than emotionally minded yeah um so that definitely doesn't help and then if they were thinking about other people, they wouldn't be very like, I am the ultimate thing. I don't understand why you don't want me. Your life is worth nothing without me. I am better than you, blah, blah, blah. I'm going to kill you. People who are empathetic don't do that. <laughs> right. They don't. Quick check in. You're still recording, right? <laughs> um, and then four, rumination. So, tendency to fixate and rethink about something over and over and over again, which most of the time can be the negative thought patterns. Like, in his, let's see, in Elliot's case, since we don't know much about Mr. David, um, in Elliot's case where he was having negative thought patterns about himself, um, and then also those patterns of, I am good enough. Why do women suck? Blah, blah, blah. All that. So, those are the four things that they scored on with victimhood. Um, Incels were also much more likely to report feelings related to depression and anxiety. Um, On psychology to get to... On Psychology Today, it said specifically just over 70% of incels met the criteria for moderate or severe depression compared to one-third of non-incels, while just under 70% of incels were moderately or severely anxious, with just under 40% of non-incels meeting this threshold. So, they're super depressed and super anxious. 
even more so than normal quote unquote people (laughs) you know but here's the thing i'm super depressed i'm super anxious um i i still got laid at least once that i can prove (laughs) (laughs) um I, I think there's more to it. Like, I, I understand the study I do, but there's got to be more to it. Like, you can't just be like, yep. Like, they've got to be giving off some form of vibe that just make women go, no. Well, I think that the human brain is a very complex thing where we can, we were evolved to understand threats. Right. Subconsciously. And I think that could be what it is. Like, yeah. even if they hadn't committed this horrendous thing that they eventually either want to or do commit, um, something in the back of our brains go, hey, there's something about this person that says that they are more likely to hurt you than yeah. not. <laughs> For sure. Yeah, like like I said, there's just something that's, you know, you see a guy at a grocery store and you're just like, nope oh you have someone in your basement (laughs) right so speaking of that like i've been hit on twice in the parking lot of my second job in the last couple weeks the first time i was getting ready to pull out i text my friend i'm on my way home and this guy pulls in and he starts unloading laundry and i was like hey i rolled down my window i'm like hey just so you know they're closed he's like oh it's not 24 hours i'm like no i'm sorry i just shut down and he's all, oh, and then he asked me some regular questions, but it's 930 at night, so it was creepy. Um, but he stayed by his car. He didn't come near me, so it wasn't, like, super off-putting. But then he was like, you could, you, let me give you my number. And I'm all, I can't take your number. I'm sorry. And he's like, no, let me give you my number. And I was like, oh, okay. So I pretend to take down his number just so I could leave. Um, but it's, it's sad that we, like, women in general feel like they have to do that like even if they fake it like Mm -hmm. it's like in that one reddit story we read where she gave him the fake email just to get him to leave her alone like we shouldn't have to do that at all um right the second the second guy who hit on me he may have just been being nice i don't know i have no idea um but it was weird it was a very weird encounter it was the same day i locked my keys in my car so oh (laughs) <laughs> like I was walking to the storefront in front of my second job is a, a thankfully a locksmith and so they were able to get my keys out of my car but I was walking in between the two businesses trying to get it solved and this guy was like nice weather we're having I was like yeah and he's all like Ooh, you oh my cold. fucking god and he's all he's like do you like it warm or cold and I'm all like I actually prefer the cold like I, I'd rather there be snow on the ground not on the roads fuck the roads but the rest of it can be covered in snow um and i'm like he's like oh you have elf ears that's super cool i was watching lord of the rings and i'm all jesus christ sir i have to get back to work now but anyway (laughs) that one was way less awkward because i was in my work uniform and i was able to just be like i i gotta go but yeah it's just and we as women shouldn't have to feel pressured into even pretending to give our information or give him get information or whatever so nice yes i agree Speaking of that, though, it's time for some... I swear to God, if you do it again, I'll kill you. <gasps> Gloom breakers. <laughs> it was so hard not to, especially with the wind-up. I'm all... Do it. Do it. Do it. I did not give in to my intrusive thoughts. 
Oh, you're so nice. <laughs> yeah. Um, before we do that, did I, do you remember if I read the friends called me a fake engineer and I, so I bought their dinner? You did not. Okay. So I'm going to read that one. Um, and then next week I'll read the update to it, but. Ooh, exciting. That's why, okay. that's why I was wondering if I read it so that way I could read the update, but, um, am I starting then? I will go real quick cause mine's decent, oh, decently short. Okay, cool. Sounds good to me. And I'm curious because it says Tifu by user Flick56. All the subject says is, today I fucked up deep regrets. I'm 38 female. Okay. Yeah. I'm going away with my new boyfriend for our first getaway together. Dublin, beautiful hotel booked. Last night I got zero sleep. In parentheses, migraine. Managed to get through work. Came home and decided to prep my undercarriage for the naughty weekend away. <laughs> oh, shit. What the fuck? Oh, shit. I, I usually have pubic hair. I decided to go most, for fully bald. Most, most women do. Unless you get lasered or electrolyzed, you, you're going to have it. <laughs> As you guys learned oh, from our bloopers God. a couple weeks ago. <laughs> uh-huh. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Um, let's see. Where was it? I, oh no. I applied VEET as per instructions. <gasps> no, I'm sure if you write, finish reading the instructions that we've told you, you don't do that. Yeah. Uh, slathering it on legs, akimbo, uh, what? akimbo on my bed, feeling kind of saucy. Okay. Within 30 seconds, my mom's pubis became a fupa, flaming upper pussy area. <laughs> Holy shit. Oh, the pain was sudden and searing. My bathroom is on the middle floor of the house, and I usually don't walk around naked. But I, John Wayne, speed walked down those stairs, butt naked, my middle-aged giblets flubbering around like raw steak covered in smoking white paste. Damn. <laughs> yeah. My 12-week-old kitten freaking out as if I'd put a snake next to her. I flop my charring meat into the sink and try to rinse it off. <laughs> that sounds like it'd be harder. Wouldn't it just be easier to get in the tub? Like, that seems like a lot of work. Oh, my God. The pain of even cool water touching it making me squeak for the Lord. <laughs> no... No. Only, only Veet is greasy and slippery as fuck. It won't simply rinse. I desperately grabbed the Veet scraper and tried to use it to remove the godforsaken cream de acid off my mound. <laughs> One light scrape and I scream out so loudly that my ears ring. Great. Now my puss puss is bleeding. <laughs> oh my god. I'm so happy I just get mine waxed. <laughs> and the hair is still there <laughs> so I jump in the shower cold water end up laying legs apart wheezing and panting as if I'm crowning a lava baby <laughs> that's what happens after Taco Bell <laughs> eventually the cream is all off and the water isn't helping anymore I'm gasping from pain so I go downstairs and apply hydrocortisone cream 
take some painkillers, put on my underwear, and shove a half-wrapped frozen shibata down the front. <laughs> half-wrapped? Yep, apparently. Mm. Oh, shove half-a-wrapped. My bad. Oh, okay. No, you may have said it right, and I may have heard it wrong. It's fine. Sweet icy sourdough, you are the only thing getting into my underwear this weekend. <laughs> Please send thoughts and prayers for when I have to pee. P.S. I'm burned for mons to arse and everything in between. P.P.S. I'm a nurse, so I know how to treat the burn and watch for infection. Fuck my life. Too long, didn't read. Going away for a sexy weekend, used hair remover, scalded off my crotch. Now can't even pee without screaming. <laughs> so... <laughs> Life lesson for everybody. If that happens... Don't use VEET. Yeah, don't do that. That's the that's the first life lesson. The second life lesson is if you do, because you're an idiot, um, milk. Milk helps with the, the, the burn. The burn. Don't ask me. I, okay, I can tell you why I know that, and it has nothing to do with something I did. A male friend of mine <laughs> used it on his face. And oh, he, God. And he had a reaction, and that's... He did, he... They used milk to get it to calm down. So. Oh, my God. Just don't use Veet. Yeah, don't use Veet. Just, but <laughs> if you do. <laughs> it's stinky. Like. <laughs> <laughs> it smells like chemicals and watermelon. Yeah, it, it does. Yes. Like it's anything like that smells that watermelon strongly. from across the room farted. And that's what they infused into the beat. <laughs> right. And it, like, and if anything smells that strongly of chemicals, it should not be anywhere on your body. No. So, unless it's a perm, but that's a different story. <sighs> yes, that is a different story. Yes. Yep. Not that I would know. No, nope, not at all. <laughs> all right, your turn. All right. So, this is called... Friends called me a fake engineer. I bought their dinner. And this is on Petty Revenge because you guys know I love my Petty Revenge. Yes. My seven, or blah, 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 blah. my daughter, 17, asked me to post this here. And I'm the dad who does as the women in his life tell him, which is how I ended up at the restaurant tonight with snobs. So the characters. <laughs> So the characters, my wife, wife's co-worker one, and her husband, arrogant engineer one, so he will be referred to as AE1, wife's co-worker two, and her husband, who is who is my, er, and her husband, my CPA, who will also be referred to as my CPA throughout the rest of the story, and lastly, AE2, and his wife. Each couple has two teenage Two, two teenage children with us. We are a Japanese steakhouse in America where the chefs cook in front of you. CW1 and AE invited all of us out for their youngest daughter's birthday. Since their daughter is close with our daughter, uh, so the parents are at one table and the teens are at another. My teen daughter, at the teen table, my daughter, 17 and 14, Order sushi appetizers, mocktails, and shrimp in, and shrimp with scallops. At our table, the sake is flowing along with a few top-shelf drinks. My wife and I order our appetizers, drinks, and dinner. We're all paying for ourselves, and I see A 
or AE1 and AE2 seem to be in competition for who can spend the most. My CPA and I chuckle at them and stay out of the fray until AE2 hears my daughter order and says to her, careful how much or careful how careful now your daddy is only an agricultural engineer. He doesn't make as much of us as as much as us real engineers. For, for context, they are structural engineers with bachelor's degrees. I am an architectural architect. I just said it. Architect, agricultural. Agricultural. Thank you. Engineer with a PhD. I work for the gov- for governments, private investors, and several ergo corporations. I own my own consulting firm. I help build sustainable, u- reusable gardens. And this work allows me to travel to poorer countries and help them with what, help them use what they have to start growing their own food. Apparently, these men thought all I did was travel to impoverished p- places and teach people how to, or people to dig in the dirt. <laughs> they believed I did all this work for free and therefore made very little money. I'm not rich by any stretch, but I'm comfortable. We don't do extravagance. So we have savings and my wife works. However, in 2023, I was awarded a handsome contract to design tower gardens in several states. It's a seven-figure contract over three years. Back to dinner. These guys ask me about the most ridiculous things. Like, is it good to grow onions and carrots in the same garden? And we're laughing oh, at... douchebags. Yeah. And we're laughing... They really are. And were laughing at me and my work until their wives told them to stop. I chalked it up to drunken arrogance and don't even bother to answer. My CPA was laughing so hard he almost fell out of his chair. Apparently, AE1, he's also AP, apparently he is AE1 CPA as well. And knows the in and outs of both of our finances. AE1 taught CPA to tell the table what he brought home last year after bonuses. CPA pulls the figures up on his phone and tells us. It's about one third of what I brought home in 2023. The The CPA says, I have yours up. Do you want me to share? I decline. He nods. Cue another round of taunts. I go to the restroom, find the waiter. I pay for the whole check and leave a generous tip on top of what they added for the big party. After our sorbet, the waiter thanks me in front of everyone for the tip and wishes everyone a good night. AE1 and AE2 stare at me for a moment. I smile and nod and tell CPA to tell them my income last year, after which I simply said good night. Petty, or I simply said good night. Petty, absolutely gratifying, damn right. Oh, fuck yeah, I would have done that shit too. Right? I mean, I can't, ah. I, I, I can't afford to do that shit, but if I could... I would. That would be, oh, oh, I feel so good for that person. <laughs> Agreed. Agreed. All, All right. right. And now it's time to talk about our last dumbass incel. Yes. Yep. Our last dumbass incel is, I got to pull up my thingy. Blah, blah, blah. Alec Manassian. 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 Mm. I've been calling Manass. him Manassassin for the last couple days. Manassassin. Manassassin. I mean, 
I mean, uh, it works. <laughs> it does. Um, am I am I reading first? Yes. Okay. Why does it make sense unless you do it? Oh, that's fair. I don't. Hey, this was much better organized than our last couple ones, so I'll take it. Um, it's true. So, the first 911 call is reporting pedestrians being hit was received at 1.25 Easter time. At Finch Avenue, a white Chevy Express van rented from Ryder ran a red light, then drove southbound on the west side sidewalk of Yong Street, striking multiple pedestrians. The van continued along the sidewalk for several more blocks, striking additional ped- pedestrians. Um... Who was driving this vehicle, you may ask? None other than Alec Manassian. Mm-hmm. He, Indeed. Yep. The He was 25 years old, killing 11 and injuring 15, some critically. The incident is the deadliest vehicle ramming attack in Canadian history. I remember when that was all over the news. And 2018, it wasn't that long ago. Mm-mm. And the only one I remember, this is sad. The only one that I remember is the person who drove into the parade. Uh, oh, yeah, I remember that one, too. Yeah. That was, what, like 2021 or something? Yeah, that probably. one was way more recent, which is probably why I remember that one more. Because I'm old and my brain doesn't hold on to information like it used to. <laughs> uh, so. Yes. Uh, he... Was also bullied in um, high school. And he was also said to be on the spectrum as well. Interestingly enough. I believe that. In 2019, or in 2009, um, his mother was quoted saying that her son had Asperger's syndrome. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. But he was led into... Uh, or he did... Or he was let into the Canadian Army. Very true. Yep. Huh. I get, do they not have parameters on that, I guess? Um. Let's see. In 2017, he enrolled in the Canadian Armed Forces two months, or for, for, for only two months, before requesting voluntary um, release after 16 days of recruit training. The senior military office, official said that the said that Alec wasn't adapting to military life, including matters of dress, deportment, um, and group interactions in a military setting. And there were no red flags and nothing that would point to anything like this. So. Huh. Well, okay, that makes a little more sense since he wasn't in there very long. Yeah, yeah, he wasn't in there, but he was still allowed in. That's true. Mm -hmm. Hmm. Weird. Okay, well, Asperger's is the quote-unquote high-functioning part of autism, I suppose. Maybe, I don't know. I have I have no answer for that. And when I say high-functioning, I mean they mask very well. Right. So, from my understanding, Asperger's was actually taken off of the autism spectrum. Really? Yeah, a couple years ago, actually. Oh, wow. Yeah. I'm um, behind. Yeah. Um, 
So it's I from my understanding, and it they, it may have changed in, recent, in the last couple of years, but I am. Um, as of at least 2017, it was removed from the autism spectrum. So, I don't know when this was written, but according to Nationwide's Children's Hospital, um, the symptoms of Asperger's syndrome are now included in a condition called autism spectrum disorder. Um, mm. Is the name that the... Why... So... ASD is now the name used for a wide range of autism-like disorders. Some Ah. providers may still use the term Asperger's syndrome, but others will say ASD without without intellectual or language impairment. Interesting. So there you go. Okay, then maybe that's why. Yeah. Well, no, that was 20... You said 2017? Um, 2017 isn't when I remember hearing about it, but... um, I don't know when this was actually when the thing that I just it didn't have any type of date on it, hmm. but it's it's what popped up at the beginning of Google. So, oh, gotcha. Okay, yeah. yeah. Well, then that makes sense. Yeah. So there you go. Today I learned. Yeah. <laughs> so I just want to since we covered a little bit into uh, Elliot. Um, some information about him uh, and what he posted. Following the attack, a Facebook pa- post was made by Alec, was uncovered in which he identified himself as an incel. The state of involved. Oh, we already knew that. We don't need to talk about that again. And it's a subculture that consists primarily of males, online community. Um, and this is what it said. Pri- oh, Dated shortly before the beginning of the attack on April 23rd, allegedly read, Private Recruit, um, now I just want to say Manassan, there we go, Infantry Zero... Manassian? Manassian. Manassian. (laughs) Infantry 00010, wishing to speak to Sergeant 4chan, please. C2, or C... Two three two four nine one six one. The incel rebellion has begun. We will overthrow all the Chads and Stacys. All hail the supreme gentleman, Elliot Rogers. So all these people that we were looked into were all following Elliot Roger. Yeah. Four uh, Chan? Are you kidding me? <laughs> did you did you cover the Chad and Stacy a little bit at all? So, um, a Chad is basically men who are confident in themselves and also, quote unquote, pull women. They're sexually active with women and they don't have trouble um, being sexually active. And then Stacy's are women who say no to the incels, but have sex with the Chads, basically. Yep. Yeah, that's all I really have on Alec. Yeah, that's all I really have, too. Because he kind of fits all the other yeah, things he we just, talked about. Yep. So, basically, as as Kelsey said earlier, be the exception, men. Yeah, men. Be yeah. the exception. This that may a- or may not be a sticker someday. <laughs> um, so far, this is our shortest recording ever. Um, but I think it's because we found a pretty decent flow. Yes, and now, na- but now it's time for some 
damn Florida man. I still think we can get sued if you're using that tune. Listen, it's off key. It's fine. <laughs> okay. All right. We did that one already. Did we do the cat in the strip club? The what? Okay, guess not. Florida man arrested for calling 911 after his cat was denied entry into a strip club. (laughs) All I can imagine is Podrick being at the door going, Oh, hi, honey. What's up? Hi, you okay? (laughs) Sorry, that is not what I was going to say that he said. And he came up here. Anyway, all I can imagine is Podrick being like, Excuse me, sir, I am plenty old enough to come into this magnificent, though slightly dirty, establishment. Oh, jeez. I love that your animals have voices. We still haven't figured one out for Annie yet. You'll get there. You'll get there. I am... Florida man suspected of using private plane to draw giant radar penis. (laughs) The correct thing to do. (laughs) Yep. Yep. I'm sure everybody has heard this, but this one is one of my favorites. Florida man charged with assault with a deadly weapon after throwing alligator through Wendy's drive-thru. I remember that one. (laughs) Just, yeah. (laughs) Here's one. Florida man arrested for crashing car into mall. Says he was trying to time travel. (laughs) It didn't work. (laughs) It did not. No. Wonderful. I love it. And to end it on a weird one. Florida man torched girlfriend's car and then had sex with her on a beach. so wait he torched it first i'm assuming so and then i feel like i would not do that if my car got tor okay sure (laughs) okay i i i just read this one and this is the one we're closing on okay Police say Florida man with no arms and no legs is armed and on the run. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. Fantastic. (laughs) So fantastic. It was. That was that was actually very entertaining. Um. So that's the end of our show, my friends. All right, trauma llamas, you know the drill. If you, someone you know, I don't know, your fucking grandma, somebody wants to talk about a gloom breaker or some shit, your cat going into a strip club, I don't know, um, (laughs) you can email us at justtraumapodcast at gmail.com. And if you want to follow us on Instagram to see all the lovely pictures that go with the stories, you can find us on just me and my trauma underscore pod. And that's on Instagram. Yes. 
Now, if you'd like to support us, like our one Patroni, Harley. Yeah. Oh, Harley, we did, we did send out your stickers. You get two months right off the bat because we got to earn what? a Did you send two stickers or one? No, I didn't send two stickers. I sent one. Oh, okay. You only get one. I thought you said stickers. My bad, Harley. You only get one. We'll send you your other one next month. My I bad. I included some other fun stickers in there that I had. Oh, that's sweet. Because first Patroni. Anyway. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So my bad. I misunderstood her text message. My bad. You only get one. One month. We'll send you next <laughs> one. We'll send you next one in March. Um. Anyway. Um. So uh, if you'd like to join us as a Patroni and hear about the Soddard family, which will be out next week, um, you can go to patreon.com forward slash just me and my trauma podcast. It's only $3 a month. We only have one tier that gets you a sticker a month and it will get you an extra episode. As more time is available to us, we will add more benefits and probably more tiers. But for right now, it's only $3. You get a sticker and an extra episode. Brought Yay! to you by- Stickers are brought to you by Kelsey. Pa- uh, episode is brought to you by Jesse. Um, but just so you guys know, eventually Kelsey's goal is to, to just be a full-time podcaster yeah, and I would just like to not have to work a second job because I'm not going to quit hair. But uh, if if you guys could get me out of having to work a part time job, that that'd be fair. <laughs> and I love my Perfect. job. Don't get me wrong; I like my part time job. But if we could get me away from that, cool. Um. So, uh, and then like I said, you can buy us a coffee. It's at buymeacoffee.com forward slash just trauma podcast. And you can buy us coffee like one of our other friends did. And that was what supplied us the money to get your first two rounds of stickers. Yeehaw. Yeehaw. So, yeah. Um, I don't know what we're doing next week. Me either. Um, but we'll figure it out, guys. Yeah. Yeah. So, all right, guys. I'm heading off because I got to go get my shoesies on and stuff ready for worky. But and I gotta go be a dog mom. Color Hillary's hair. What? Oh, I, said <laughs> be, I was gonna say be a dog mom, but color hair, Hillary's hair works too. Yeah. I'm surprised she let you color her hair after the hair coloring fiascos you've had. So it's bleaching. So I used to bleach the fuck out of my hair. Yeah, I know. Um, long time ago. Yeah. Well, okay. <laughs> this is before I met you too. Like. <laughs> I'm talking fucking platinum blonde. Like, my hairdresser taught me how to do it. I don't know why. Like, that was just losing her money. I don't know why she did that. But anyway. Some of us are nice. That's fair. That's fair. So, yeah. That's why she's letting me do it. (laughs) That's fair. I just remember the teal dye everywhere. Oh, God. After somebody bleached their hair. When they were told not to. Listen, listen. I'm not gonna mention names on who told who what, but my wifey told on me on Facebook. (laughs) No, no, that was when I cut my bangs. (laughs) That is when your wife cut your yeah. That's when you cut your own bangs. Yeah. Yep. Yep. So yeah, it was a disaster. It it fucking died the whole that was when we were in an rv and it died the whole fucking tank blue it was bad 
Long story short, I'm not allowed to do that anymore. <laughs> yep. And that's why she sees me. Yeah. So. All right. Trauma llamas. I wish you guys a wonderful week until next week when we will bring you something uh, along the lines of trauma. Yep. It's got trauma will be involved. It will. It will. All right. Bye. Trauma Maybe llamas. we should do another trauma dump. We should. Let's do another trauma dump. Uh, low key Yeehaw. trauma dump. Low key trauma. I think that's easy because that will allow me time to finish slaughtered. Um, and then like we'll do a low key trauma dump and then the week after next month we'll do a, a trauma dump XL on the on the Patroni. Yeehaw. Let's do that. What is with All you right. and the yeehaw all of a sudden? I'm from Georgia. Okay. Okay. <laughs> all right. Did you know yeehaw is directions for animals? Like a horse. Ye is like left and haw is right. I believe that. But I did not know that. So, yeah, trauma llamas, left, right. <laughs> the more you know. <laughs> All right. See you guys next week. Or listen. No, we'll just talk to you next week. All right. Bye. And now it's time for some bloopers. I've never been even been kissed. I've never eaten. Mm. Ah, you're gonna fall again. Oh no! All right. Oh, okay. So ah! I can breathe. <laughs> Um, let me read this real quick. Um, Hi, babe. You look you look hot with your rain jacket. You're welcome. Yeah, that's yours. Were you wondering where you put it? <laughs> anyway, <laughs> sorry. So, am I? Am I? Are you doing first, or am I going first? Oh. Um, I, you can, um, talk about okay. who he is, what he did, and then I'll go over a study they did on incels. There, okay. So, there's a lot of re- <laughs> <laughs> You fell. Sorry. <laughs> you fell. There, right. Okay, let me pull up my Google Docs. <laughs> One moment. You're good. Okay. <laughs> what's what's the Elliot one's last name? Rogers. Rogers. Or Roger, sorry, not there's no S. Yes. I, I know this because I went to John Paul or I went to um, <laughs> Paul Mitchell to school. John Paul well, no, so, school. Well, John Paul's his name. So John. So there was Paul Mitchell and John Paul. Um, I can't remember his last name, but they're the founders of Paul Mitchell. Oh, yeah. So I I knew where I was going with that, but anyway. So yeah, John Paul is the guy who discovered Patron. Today I learned. Or, what I said today I learned. <laughs> yep. Um. So, hold on. The cat feeders are going off. <laughs> You're good.
it's so funny because I recorded myself on those saying food time mm-hmm. uh, to <laughs> announce it. And I did it so long ago. And now I swear when it's not going off, I can still still hear food time. <laughs> <laughs> Very nice. 